Hello and welcome to this special podcast brought to you by the CSF. My name is Professor Hans Belsma from the University Medical Center in Utrecht, the Netherlands. The annual Utah Congress represents the largest gathering of people and ideas in the field of rheumatology. This year, EULA has risen to the challenge caused by COVID-19 pandemic by offering its first virtual e-congress. And it's amazing to note that already at this morning, it's Monday morning, more than 15,000 participants have registered for this virtual e-congress. As with previous years, the expensive scientific program will cover the broad spectrum of the rheumatic diseases and include state-of-the-art lectures, basic science and clinical symposia, of course, abstract sessions, and for many presentations. Many thanks must go to the organizing committee for the meeting, especially John Isaacs as chair of the program and Loretta Carmono who led the abstract selection. They sorted over more than 4,500 submitted abstracts. And in addition, the staff at the Euler House was able to transform the Congress from a face-to-face -face meeting into a virtual meeting within only two months. The CSF are here to help guide you through key content on cytokine signaling science amongst the myriad of content over the coming days with daily highlights, videos, interviews with authors of notable abstracts and overall Congress review. You can find our abstract search and Congress highlights booklet on the CSF website right now. They feature details and sessions times for 151 of the most notable abstracts in cytokine signaling. Ahead of this virtual EULA Congress, I would like to provide a preview of some of the latest research in cytokine signaling featured at EULA 2020. The first area I would like to consider are the basic science abstracts. This has been an ever-improving element of the Europe program. Firstly, considering mechanisms of action of the JAK inhibitors. It is very well known that the different JAK inhibitor products have different degrees of JAK selectivity across the different members of the JAK family. Increasing understanding of the mechanisms behind each drug action can increase the precision of therapy and appropriate selection of drugs. There are several abstracts looking at different elements of mechanisms at this year's Congress. Among those who were identified as an oral presentation is one from Ian McKinnis and colleagues entitled Baricitinib, Tufacitinib, Upadacitinib, Fulcotinib, and the cytokine signaling in human leukocyte subpopulations. An updated ex vivo comparison. If you wish, you can watch the presentation in the abstract session miscellaneous on Thursday, the 4th of June. Another abstract of interest on this topic comes from colleagues at Gilead, considering drug selectivity and the impact on cytokine signaling inhibition at clinical rheumatoid arthritis doses. Also, this one is scheduled for, for Thursday. There are several abstracts looking at biomarkers, including a presentation from Daphne Klatmans 
en colleagues om veel geoptimeerd in psoriatica. Aitis, as well as a poster from Peter Taylor and colleagues on the same in rheumatoid arthritis, both of them on Thursday. There are also interesting posters in the poster session on etiology and animal models on Thursday. Well, on Friday, I'm beginning again as a further paper on proteomics, comparing upadacitinib to adalumumab. Saturday sees further data on filgotinib looking at whole blood transcriptional changes as well as data on cardiovascular risk in JAK inhibitors and tofacitinib effects on TGF-beta-1. Keeping up to date on the safety profiles of these new agents is of course an important consideration for all of us as clinicians. As such, the latest safety data are always kept up as an important part of the Congress and of course Euro 2020 is no exception. CSF has reviewed key papers at the Congress and recommends several long-term safety abstracts from the most recent JAK inhibitors, such as the safety profile of varicitinib for the treatment of rheumatoid arthritis up to 8.4 year, years, an updated integrated safety analysis from Mark Genovese and his colleagues. Also, efficacy and safety of filgotinib for patients with rheumatoid arthritis with inadequate response to methotrexate, so-called PENCH-1, 52-week results, from Bernard Combe and colleagues, and an indicated summary of seven trials from Mark Genovese. Safety profile of upadacitinib, up to three years of exposure in patients with rheumatoid arthritis, from Stanley Cohen and colleagues. Looking at some specific areas of interest, there are two effects I would like to highlight. Recent questions regarding thrombosis risk with JAK inhibition have led to warnings by the EMA and FDA. These effects are considered in abstracts, including thromboembolic safety profile of tofacitinib and varicitinib, an analysis of WHO base from Enriquita Vallejo Yajik, and colleagues. You can view that presentation in the rheumatoid arthritis non-biological treatment and small molecule sessions, which will be on Friday at 10.15. Another one being the incident and risk of venous thrombosis events among patients with rheumatoid arthritis enrolled in the Pedacitinib Select Clinical Trial Program from Ernst Choi and colleagues presented as a poster on Thursday. The second event of interest I would like to focus on relates, of course, to zoster infections. There are several abstracts during the week, including one from my own CSF steering committee colleague, Kevin Wintrop, on the incidence and risk factors for hepatitis zoster and rheumatoid arthritis patients receiving upadocitinib. And a presentation from the German registry by Anja Strengfeld on Risk of hepatitis in patients with rheumatoid arthritis under biological, targeted synthetic, and conventional synthetic DMARD treatment. Following their success in rheumatoid arthritis, check inhibitors are now also emerging as promising therapeutic options for psoriatic arthritis. This year, EULA 
There are new phase three data from the initiative in psoriatic arthritis. Efficacy and safety of ubadinicitib versus placebo and alumumab in patients with active psoriatic arthritis and inadequate response to non-biological DMATs, the called the Selecta BSA-1. A double-blind randomized control phase trial from Hein McInnes and colleagues. You can view this late-breaking presentation during the opening plenary abstract session on Wednesday at 3 p.m. There's also a presentation from Peter Nash from Tofacitinib as monotherapy following methotrexate withdrawal in patients with psoriatic arthritis previously treated with open-label Tofacitinib plus methotrexate, a randomized placebo-controlled substudy of opal balance, as well as interesting papers in pain from Maxime Ducadeau on Friday and sacroiliitis from Dr. Gubar and the real-world experience from Dr. Likinova and colleagues, both from Moscow, on Saturday. Finally, in PSA, there are two posters on Friday session on Phil Jotinip, from Daphna Gladman and Phil Halliwell. As in all recent years, there are several studies from companies looking at different aspects and populations, and all of these are highlighted in our highlight brochure at citokinsignaling.com. I wanted to consider some of the data from real-world experience and registry data. Over the last 20 years, we have become very familiar with the importance of the various registers, and these are now becoming to yield very important data on the use of this newest class of agents. I have already mentioned data from the rabbit registry. There's also an interesting paper gathering data from several registers, such as Comparative effectiveness of JAK inhibitors, TNF inhibitors, abatacept, and AL6 inhibitors in an international collaboration of registers of rheumatoid arthritis patients, so-called jackpot study from Kim Lauper and colleagues. I would also highlight a couple of real-world studies comparing baricitinib and tofacitinib and the radiographic study on baricitinib. The first one being Efficacy and safety of baricitinib and tofacitinib in rheumatoid arthritis. Data from Real World from Roxana Gonzalez Mazario and colleagues from Spain. And another one, effectiveness of baricitinib on radiographic progression of structural joint damage at 48 weeks in patients with rheumatoid arthritis in real world multicenter clinical data from Torikai and colleagues in Japan. Finally, as JAK inhibitors become firmly established in rheumatoid arthritis and increasingly in psoriatic arthritis, new agents and new indications continue to develop. develop. Therefore, during this EULAR Congress 2020, we will see the phase three data of tofacitinib in juvenile idiopathic arthritis, presented by Dr. Ruperto, on behalf of colleagues in Italy and Cincinnati, and we will see Class 2 data on Venebrutinib and lupus from David Eisenberg, as well as several other reports in diseases such as BCS and sclerosis, which may lead to further investigations. Regarding emerging agents, there are some interesting data on a couple of investigational products, such as preclinical characterization of TLL01 
Pan 8, a novel highly potent and selective JAK1 PIK2 inhibitor for treating autoimmune diseases, and a phase one study in healthy volunteers exploring the safety, pharmacokinetics, and pharmacodynamics of ATY450, a novel oral MK2 inhibitor. This short overview highlights the ever-increasing range of data available on cytokine signaling at this year's Congress and provides a brief. The CSF has plenty more EULA support planned. At the end of each day, we will release a podcast highlighting some of the day's key presentations. Also, we know it's not possible to visit every post and presentation, and we will be interviewing as many presenters as possible to get their perspectives on their research. After the meeting, we will of course release our EULA review course this year being presented by Professors Dörner and Elton from Germany. Finally, we will undertake a review of the various satellite symposia to be released after the meeting. We trust this extensive coverage will help enhance your enjoyment of this first virtual EULA Congress. Please start by visiting cytokinesignaling.com and downloading our EULA 2020 highlights, which also includes details of the accept, accepted for publications. I hope you will truly enjoy this first virtual EULA conference. Thank <laughs> you.